What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. In reality, I think it would be hilarious if they just slowly started taking names out on the freedom intro for our pals, Free Beer and Hot Wings. Uh, because as I as I left, they just they just wiped my name out and just kept it the same thing. And it's like it's supposed to be. Uh, wait, how does this start? Um, oh, it was insane. You got to eat Freedom Fries. You got to eat Freedom Fritos, Joe. Fritos, Joe. Uh, So, yeah, you know, they, they wipe my name out of that. That's fine. Whatever. I don't care. And then, but you got to slowly but surely as people leave the show, remove and then like just. Kelly, just like uh, voice in another name. I think that would be hilarious. I think that's a that's just a that's a fun way to kind of keep that alive. A tongue in cheek attempt at trying to add some levity to what is a bizarro world for our old pals FBHW. Welcome to Another edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. As we zero in on show number 950, we may uh, get there. I haven't paid attention to uh, sometime next week. Oh, my God. From the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. If you ever want to reach out to me, send me an email. That is the easiest way. I know that's old school. uh, But the easiest way you you can actually get your message Read by me, Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliners striping inbox. Walked into the bank yesterday on the way to the rehearsal dinner for Jackie and Justin's wedding on Saturday. Now, there's a lot of little things that have kind of like contributed to what will be an enormously important day on Saturday. None of which are like gigantic. Well, kind of. I mean, this weather is. Uh, in fact, I'll start there, actually. Uh, the queen of the forest fears uh, were not unfounded, apparently. I still stand by the, well, there's nothing we can do about this. Okay? All we can do is get married. Jackie can get married and we can enjoy the day. Uh, you know, it's the old Jesus take the wheel thing. You just got to say Jesus take the wheel. In fact, Queen of the Forest is uh, here today. She took the day off to do uh, various tasks that you do when you're the mother of the bride. I think it's things like uh, uh, manicure. And uh, just, uh, you know, final preparations here for this big day. And I'm I'm curious what her mindset is as I sit here and talk poo caca on this stupid show. Hello. Hey. Hi. It's your, uh, it's your husband. Yeah, I know that. 
where have you left? I'm getting ready to right now. Getting ready to walk out the door, and you've got a uh, you're you're now the roads are a I think they're a pretty icy. So, oh dear, take it I'll slow. Go like, I'll go like five miles an hour. That's, like, a, good, that's a good I'll go call. The, I'll go the speed you usually do when it's nice weather. Yeah, you know, just enjoy the ride. Yeah. Look out for the other guy. Okay. Uh, today is I guess you're getting your nails done. Is that right? Well, that's not where I'm going right now, but with the, with the bridal party, I'm going to go get my toes and nails done, yes. Toesies and nails? Your little tootsies? My little tootsies. Okay. That's cute. Yeah. Um, are you wearing like an open-toed sandal so everyone can see your little tootsies? Yeah. That's cute. Because if I wasn't, I wouldn't be getting my tootsies right, done. Right, right. It would be a waste of money. Yeah, that's a, that's a dumb thing to even ask. Obviously, yeah. you're getting your little your little piggies taken care of. Looking all cute. Yeah, even though you call them, what do you call my feet? Hobbit feet? Well, you know, it's because they don't have arches. I got two. <laughs> I got two in arch. They're not, I'm not flat footed. Yeah, I know. You I and your brother have identical feet, you know? No, that's, no, we do not. No, you, you do. A shape is, his has, there's a, what, where are you right now? In my bedroom. Yeah, there's... He, he's, he's blessed with some arthritis right now. You don't have that. Yeah. But, uh, Sim, I mean, I know that because I'm on the business end of his feet all the time when I'm uh, caring for them. Yeah. Which I could probably do to you. I, I know how to... I know my way around a ward foot. My feet aren't gross. They're just little. Well, I know that, but everybody needs a little buffy buff. Okay, well, if you want to buffy buff my feet, you can. You know, with the little uh, cheese grater deal, you start with that, and then you uh, uh, go a little pumice stone, and then brushy brushy. I mean, that's what I do to your brother. Okay. Uh, anyway. You know, I'm brushing my teeth because I got to get going, so I'm hey. taking time to get there. Hey, that's okay. You just keep the phone near you. I just, you know. Uh, here we are. On, now, what else is in store for you on the day before the uh, wedding? You hear that noise? Yeah. Is that a vibrator? It's a vibrator for my mouth. It's a vibrator for your mouth. <laughs> my toothbrush. Uh, in addition to Manny Petty, what else is going on? You getting? Is there particular things that are in store for you? Well, I uh, we gotta go shopping for some snacks for the morning. Um, and just getting stuff put together. Okay. Uh, speaking of getting things together, uh, I have um, I have I have to give your brother a haircut. Mm-hmm. So that's that's since that's one of my list of things to do: haircut and eyebrow trimming. Did you know that because of the medicine he takes, his uh. His hair and his eyebrow, or his hair, eyebrows, and fingernails grow at an alarmingly fast rate. Really? Oh, yeah. How do you hear that? Well, it's obvious. They, it just, I mean, his freaking eyebrows are like four inches long. Oh, so you don't know that for a fact. You just are assuming. Well, he told me that too. Oh, he did? Yeah, he said that it's it's the medicine. Hmm. But I, you know, that's that's good for picking. You know those uh, those uh, long fingernails. Yeah. Okay. It's good for feces collection. 
now. Wait a minute. Now. Wait a minute. What? Uh, so what's your stress level? Um, I feel a little, I feel okay. I've just decided to, you know what? People don't come, screw them. <laughs> well, They're still going to get married. It's still going to be fun. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if, uh, I mean, in particular, there was a, there was another bit of breaking news that I haven't yet revealed, uh, and I will in a second, but I, I don't think you can say screw them to that person. Okay. I don't think anybody who's concerned about treacherous road conditions and losing their life. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, what's uh, now? You got me curious, and I gotta go because I'm gonna be late. What is uh, breaking news? Uh, no, uh, you already know it. Oh. Yeah, I just You're haven't. Tell them the breaking. News. Yeah, I just haven't spoken to the audience about it. Oh. Okay. Uh, and uh, Sam asked a question. Uh, it, it's Sam the Jew writes, have Jackie's boobs dropped in time? Yeah. They look nice. Oh, God. Horrible. Okay, it's bye. It's a terrible conversation. Go. All right, yeah, yeah. Hurry me off. Hurry me off. I know. I'm going to be late for my appointment. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's impossible to, to talk, time. talk, and walk at the same time. Okay. All I right. love you. All right, love you, too. Love you later, bye. Okay. Uh, so we're at the rehearsal dinner yesterday, and uh, I get a phone phone call, and it's uh, it's from it says mom. Parentheses Wally. My, my mom's phone number is still saved as mom. Wally took over the phone when my mom passed, but it still says mom on it. My like, oh, great, my mom's calling me. And uh, I was in the middle of Papa Shot playing basketball, you know, draining threes. Oh, my God. So bad at it. So I'm like, I can't take this call. Well, two minutes later, I'm playing Golden Tea. Yeah, can you call Wally? And I go, yeah, she's like, he just called me. I go, oh, boy, here we go. This is it. Now, the plan was my brother, World Book Jim, and his lovely wife, Sandy, and their, and their two kids, their two grown kids, um, are driving over. They're picking Wally up. Now, you heard on the show, Push Up Paul was supposed to bring uh, Wally over. Wally, I'm sorry, Push Up Paul, my uh, ninth grader niece, Alicia, was supposed to pick up Wally. And bring Wally's blind. He can't see anymore. So, um, and, uh, you know, advanced age, he's, uh, he's well aware of his, uh, of his physical, uh, limitations, if you will. So yesterday on the show, you heard it. Paul said, uh, I don't drive in snow. And he had warned me about this. I was well aware of it. We had talked about it. And, uh, so you heard me. I was like, well, yay. You know, I mean, I get it. I truly understand. And so, uh, well, you know, that's how it goes. Snow flies all day. Uh, the entire Midwest and the East Coast is getting hammered by like a centuries, uh, once in a century storm. Uh, did you see Buffalo, New York? I mean, you think it's bad where we are right now? Uh, you, you, you look at a place like Buffalo and Erie, PA. It's such a different world because they said, well, you can expect in the next 48 hours, 
five to six feet of snow. Five to six feet. Just like that. How in the world? My God. They even moved the football game, the home football game for the Bills on Sunday against Cleveland to Detroit. They moved the football game. That sounds like a bigger pain in the ass than uh, uh, playing it there. I don't, I don't get it because they're like, out of an abundance of caution, instead of having fans and players drive three miles through the uh, storm to get to the Bills' home stadium, we are going to have Bills fans drive through the storm to Detroit. The team, this is the dumbest decision that I have ever heard in my entire life. This is so stupid. Move the game to another place where the fucking storm is. Uh, It is a fuck you Friday, by the way. With our pal Stu McAllister. Uh, Happy fuck you Friday. Fuck you Friday. Stu, I was just talking about uh, something fantastic. What happened? Well, I think it's remarkably dumb. This is the mentality of the Buffalo Bills. Oh, God. Uh, Fans, we don't want you to risk your life by traveling three miles to the Bills' home stadium in the snow. So drive all the way to Detroit in the storm (laughs) to play the fucking game. I, yes, I I understand that, but there's there, I mean there's a lot of factors that go into it. I don't give a shit because now I can possibly go. Yeah, so <laughs> hundreds will die, but you're happy because oh, now yeah, 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 yeah. now you're gonna go see the fucking Bills. Yeah, I get to see them maybe twice in less than a week. How crazy is that? Uh, okay. So what are the odds that all the tables at Ford field are going to be busted by these piece of shit bills fans? I'm going to do it myself, man. I swear to God. I am. It's like a really nice stadium and these grease balls, Zubaz wearing, uh, uh, no teeth. Women scumbags are going to fuck everything up. Yeah. We like our women with no teeth, better blowjobs. Oh my God. You disgusting animal. <laughs> Yeah, it's exciting. Apparently, tickets go on sale at two, so I'm going to uh, see what I can do. So now, if you're a Bills fan, let's say you're one of these yeah. brain dead Bills fans who's used to going to the stupid game in Buffalo. Does yeah. their ticket count? Yeah, my understanding is they can exchange the tickets for a ticket in Detroit, or they can get a refund. I, I don't know, man. Maybe I could be totally wrong. I, all I know, I don't have a ticket for the game in Buffalo, but I'm going to try to get one in Detroit. Okay. Now, that stadium in Buffalo, it holds like 900,000 people. <laughs> Actually, I think it's a, it's one of the smaller ones. I think it's like 68 Oh, okay. Whatever happened to old school? What, didn't they have one in the years prior that was massive? No, no, we've never really had a big one. They had one in uh, downtown Buffalo called the Rock Pile, and it was, they should have just called it the Shit Pile. It was awful. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I was under the impression that the 
that the stadium was was huge, but I guess uh, I guess not. Uh, no, no, yeah, no. They've never they've never had a big one. Because Just like me. if they had sent a hundred thousand people to come to Detroit, that holds sixty thousand, and then forty thousand inbred assholes <laughs> would have been left out in the cold. They would have destroyed the facility. <laughs> yes, you are correct. I think a lot of people are probably just going to snowmobile in right yes, over yes. right over Lake Erie. I uh, I am I am still shocked that there is a place where in a day and a half time you can get five six feet of snow. I've uh, no one in, a, in, no. in uh, on the planet experiences that except for people in Buffalo and maybe <laughs> Erie Erie PA. And I have you actually lived through one where it's that amount of snow has fallen? Oh, yeah. yeah, a couple times. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty weird. You get you're definitely you're shut in. You can't do shit. It's awful, man. It is it is unfun. God, I, I don't even know how they have it's 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 the absolute um uh engineering and logistic uh, uh miracle that they that people that the place that people even live there. I mean the fact that they have to do all this shit just to uh get the roads passable. It's like why it's incredible. Well that, that's that's the thing too. Like they people keep talking about how the bills are pussies and you're supposed to play in the snow, but it's again it's the logistics of you know, getting rid of the snow, getting people in, plowing stuff out. You're taking resources that could be used for emergencies in other areas. Right, like, I right. totally get it. Yeah, like, yeah. It, isn't, it isn't like we haven't dealt with it before. It right. isn't like we don't want to play. It's just no. like people are going to die. <laughs> no, you know, it, you're absolutely right. And I and the Bills fans or and the Bills, they are not pussies. Uh, I, I freaking hope and pray they win the Super Bowl because of all the shit that they've been through. But can you believe that shitbag game last week? Holy fuck, oh, oh, God. It just it reminded me of Kansas City of, like, the game's not over until there's zero seconds. So, like, when the Bills got the football back on the half-yard line with 40 seconds left or whatever it was, I'm like, the game's not over. It's not over. Yeah, I know. And it, it wasn't over. And, and just fucking nightmare scenario. One, I mean, they can do so well. I think that, I think, oh, my God, it's it's uh, even being a, a Lions fan or someone who would be a Browns fan, it's nothing compared to the Bills fan because they've actually yeah. been to the fucking mountain. They've been to the mountain so much, and they continue to be a fucking train wreck. And. I, yeah. I think that's actually worse than years of, of winning four games a year with the Lions. The Bills the Bills were great, then they got shitty, now they're great again, and they're they're and the Lions have just been shitty the whole time. I'd rather be a Lions fan. <laughs> I guess. I mean you, you know what you signed up for when you're a Lions fan. Oh my God. At best. Yeah, they're gonna fuck it up this year again too. Ugh. They're going to be like uh, seven and nine and get a really shitty pick. Is that it? No, I'm talking about the Bills. They're going to go all the way to the oh, Super Bowl oh, or the AFC Championship game, and Mahomes is going to put a strap on because he doesn't have a dick, and he's going to put it right up their ass. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. You called it. I'm. I'm not going to disagree. That's probably what's going to happen, and I'm going to cry. All right, Stu. Are you on the road today? Yeah, I'm up here in Traverse City. Oh my God, Stu. Be careful, okay? Yeah, it's all good, man. You know, I'm a professional uh, snow driver. <laughs> Let me ask you something. You've been, wait a minute. Did you drive all the way this morning to Traverse City? 
Yeah, I left at like six. My God. Yeah, I know, man. Oh, Jesus. Uh, you should be making $100 an hour minimum. It's like morning radio all over again. Hey, there's an <laughs> opening. Did you hear that? I, I, I have been told by numerous people, and uh, I just don't think I would get the job. No, no, you don't want to. You don't want to. Me- that that mess is a, it's it's rough. I, radio's a fucking shit. It was a shit show when we worked it. Yeah, yeah, it was. You are uh, definitely in a better spot, man. You you make your own calls, do your own thing, swear as much as you want. It's fantastic. Stu, you are the best. I uh, wish you nothing but safety today on the roads. You have the dogs? You have the dogs with you? No, I didn't bring the dogs today. I left them at home. I probably should have, but I left them at home. Oh, no, so. because if you get in a wreck, the dog's going to go flying. You don't want <laughs> yeah, that. I don't, don't need that. All right, Stu. All right, man. Hey, if you get free tickets, let me know, and I'll take them from you. All so. right. Uh, go Bills. Right. Go Bills. Go Thanks. Bills. Thanks. See, you, See ya. There you go. Yeah, Stu, he's lived it. He has lived the nightmare uh, of the Bills. Shit. And the snow in that community. My God. Huh. Uh, you know, I, we scheduled this uh, uh, late fall, early winter uh, wedding. I, I wonder if in Buffalo, no one gets married for like eight months out of the year. No one would dare. But knowing those hardy souls, they probably just jump on their snowmobiles. Uh, the wet, the the actual bride is going to the event on a snowmobile. Holy shit! Um, so I'm at the um, what do you call it? Rehearsal dinner. And uh, side note, I uh, I got a uh, a notification from Fantasy Football that said, hey. You got a guy, Cameron Brait, I think is his name, tight end for KC. Uh, he's not playing this week, and he's one of your starters. You got to make a change. It like, lets you know. So I'm like, oh, fuck. So I immediately uh, benched him, put my put my uh, another tight end in the game, and and uh, so then I make a couple other moves too. Now, in, in our group, our uh, Eric Zancho podcast 20-team fantasy football group, uh, when you make a change, it sends a notification out to everybody else in the group. Hey, Eric Zane just dropped this guy and he picked up this guy. And it's like, you you like see the activity. All of a sudden I get a text message from Radio Voice Linda, Alabama Linda. And she goes, are you making transactions to your fantasy football team during the rehearsal dinner? And I'm like, oh, busted. Yeah. Yep. Yes, I am. Phone rings. Uh, let it go to voicemail. Playing Golden Tea. Call Wally back. And uh, he says, "Now, remember, I was telling you that push-up Paul was going to come. Now, I need to stress to you all how much it is. Well, like for years, he just doesn't drive in the snow. He has a he has the anxiety bug, which is very common in my family." And what happens is when the anxiety bug bites, um, it doesn't improve your performance in driving. All right. And uh, being that if he did not have the anxiety bug, it would be a white knuckle trip. Um, 
it would impede his performance. He's got his lovely child next to him. You know, you get no judgment from me. And for me, you get the old, hey, I get it. And you heard it. So Wally then, my nearly 90-year-old stepfather, needs a different ride. So Jim, World Book Jim, says, I'll do it. I call Wally back. I go, hey, Wally. He goes, hey, uh, I'm sorry. I can't make it. And I'm like, uh, well, why? Well, the weather's bad. And I'm like, and I actually said, I go, well, yeah, but aren't you getting a ride? I mean, he hasn't been driving for years. And the uh, rationale was, and I know some of you are going to be like all judgmental about this. But I understand. I abs- This makes sense. This makes absolute sense. Wally is very acute and aware. His senses, uh, his brain is sharp as a tack. He said, it's such a disaster out there on the roads. And, and he's right. It will be. It is now, and it's going to get worse. What he's concerned about is my brother Jim getting in a wreck. He goes, I can't risk it. If Jim uh, goes all Ross Chastain, is that the guy's name? NASCAR on the wall. If he goes Ross Chastain, uh, Wally is like, you know, I'm no spring chicken. I, I'm very vulnerable. I cannot have that happen. It could be badly hurt. Or if we're stranded, you know, basically he's saying I'm fragile. And I, and I thought, oh, fuck, man, that's a, that's a tough thing to come to grips with. You know, no one likes to do that, but he, he did. And, uh, you know, I'm like, Hey, I get it. No sweat. That's how it goes. And so he feels like shit. He's just, he's tried his hardest to get here and he's just like, he just can't do it. So he's out. They're dropping like flies. Uh, Sarah writes, I sympathize with people who are nervous about driving in it too. But by tomorrow at 4 p.m., it's going to be beautiful. Correct. But... It doesn't go like like a, a, a flip of a switch. As soon as the so- storm stops, the roads are perfect. doesn't work that way. Kenny writes, oh shit, I thought we had Sarah on the phone. I like how um, she's like, I'm not that loud. And then, first of all, Kenny says, oh, no, yeah, you are. Uh, when I've visited, uh, no, that's that's your personality. That's, that's you. And her username is unapologetically loud. Hmm. So, uh, that's where we are right now. 
I went up to the queen of the forest, break the news to her. I'm like, hey, uh, I just lost another one. And the look on her vicious squints. And, and we heard from Diana's cousin, uh, Mimi. And Mimi's like, just letting you know, it's going to be bad. And Diana pulled the old Sarah and said, yeah, that it, it's mostly south of us. It's, it's going to be great by the time you're driving. So I, I don't get in the way in the way of this shit. I don't, I, I, I've got more important things to do than worry about who's going to be there or who's not. Uh, we're getting, uh, I've gotten more than one, one of you suggesting, let us go. Yeah, you know, this is the reaction whenever I've brought that up. Hey, uh, what do you think about opening it up to uh, have a drawing for rando randos from the audience? And uh, this is what I met with every time. Ha, ha, ha. All right. walk into the bank yesterday before we make our way to the rehearsal dinner. I know these people. I've been seeing them for years. Jackie's wedding. Oh my God. Yeah. And then, uh, one of the ladies at the bank says, are you emotional? And I'm like, I am. I am. And in the back of my head, I'm like, and you, you know what? Let's not, let's not ask more questions. You know, I'm in a very precarious spot right now. It doesn't take much to make me, I mean, really emotional. Like, you're going to see it here where, you know, uh, 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 I'm crying and then blowing snot on your carpet because my nose is running. Oh, my God. And then the other lady, she says, oh, yeah, I just we just married. My daughter just got married. You're going to do so great. And she's offering me encouragement. Thanks. You know do my business, get the hell out of there. I'm like, Oh my God. And then off to the big rehearsal at this, at this place. Place looks awesome. My God, it's going to be fantastic. So, you know, wedding party. Uh, I, I do the, rehe- I'm actually walking Jackie down the aisle rehearsal wise. I, you know, I'm going to all that stuff. I got my, my dear friend, Jimmy is the, um, is the officiant and he's going to do a great job. He, he, I, he wasn't wearing it on his face, but he says to me, he goes, I'm not going to sleep for two days. I go, why is that? He goes, I'm just so nervous. I'm just going to shit water for the next two days. It, and it's remarkable. It's like, dude, I know what you do when it comes to preparations for everything that you've ever done. You will be so prepared and sharp. You got this. My God. And he goes, do you have any like tips or anything? I go, no, I'm not giving you any. No, don't ask me for tips. You don't want. Okay. For me, the less prepared, the better. All right. No preparation. None. Don't do anything. Don't even get to know anybody's names. Just say, hey, you. You, on the other hand, have to figure this out on your own. So no, no, you don't get any, any tips pointers about what to do. 
Bullshit. You'll do it. My, if I were to give you advice and then you followed my advice, it'd be horrible. It'd be the worst thing ever. People would laugh at you. They'd throw shit at you. Uh, they, they'd leave. Somebody would barf. The bride would be crying. The groom would ju- he'd immediately say the wedding's off. Don't do that. Figure out a plan and stick to it. That's all you got to do. That's my advice to you. Um, do all that shit. We go to the wedding and oh my God. And it was the, the snow is crazy because it, uh, it will start falling intensely where you can't see anything and then just stop. It's these weirdo pockets of lake effect snow that just keep, uh, uh arriving in waves. Everybody goes at like one mile an hour when, in fact, when we're going to the actual venue for the rehearsal, I'm on this uh, busy road, 131, and, um, there is a portion where um, I noticed that people's cars were just sliding sideways. They were stopped, but sliding sideways. Like several cars were just moving, like strafing when you play Call of Duty. The cars are strafing. I go, I'm getting the fuck out of here. So I was able to actually manage to get off at market and take just uh, surface streets to where I needed to go. I'm like, people are going to die. Madison... Starts, she calls you, oh my God, because she got in that wreck last year. So she's got PTSD from that. Somehow she makes it there. She comes walking. She goes, when do I get my snow tires put on? I go, well, not now. No, first she asked him, I go, they're in the garage. When do they get put on? I go, not today. I know that. I go, it's not going to be tomorrow either. Well, obviously. Uh, I would, I, I would venture to guess there's potential to get those put on sometime next week. So she's in one of those ones, just walks by me. I don't get a hug, nothing. She walks up to mom, gives her a hug. Gives everybody, everybody gets a hug, but me, because I was the first person. I was the one who got all of the pissed offedness. That was my job. Um, we then. Leave there, go to uh, Grand Rapids Brewing. Great place. Oh, my God. And we got this whole back area is ours. It's like the game room. And it looked like Kenny's apartment, but uh, minus the smell and minus the grime because there was video games all over the place. And they were free. You just hit a button and start playing. It was awesome. So Galaga, holy shit, uh, how the hell... Did I wind up with just uh, one fighter after the first board? I mean, I couldn't even get the deal with the tractor beam pulled me up because I only had one fighter. That sucked. Had to get the bonus. Then tractor beam takes the fighter, shoot it down, get the double gun for like half of a board. I didn't even get to the challenge stage with double gun. How the fuck can you not even get to challenge stage with double gun? Fuck. A little golden tea. Uh, bubble hockey. Ah, it was fantastic. The food. It Nothing better than all-you-can-eat buffet. Chicken, egg rolls. Oh, my God. It's just incredible. Thank you to Justin's mother. 
Absolutely great. Um, I had a conversation with World Book Jim as we're winding down the night. Now, the relationship with my brother is one that sometimes, though I'm 52 years old, makes me feel like he's still taking care of me when we, like when we were children. Okay. And, um, it's really remarkable because whenever he gives me like advice or like, or just tells me something that I should do, I always feel like a cock because I like, well, I guess I should have known that. Or I don't know. Maybe it's the way that he says it. Um, because I, I see him on FaceTime yesterday and I go, Hey, how are you? And he goes, Hey, did you write Jackie your letter yet? And I go, what? Did you write Jackie your letter yet that you give to her on wedding day? And it sounds like that. It sounds like he's talking to me like I'm five. And I go, and now, first of all, to be honest with you, I had no idea that you had to do that. So in hindsight, I'm actually happy he did tell me something because that sounds like a good idea and I'm going to do that. Um, but you see his tact is the worst. So I feel like I'm getting like lectured. So what I want to say is, Oh, thank you for telling me fuck off. But I of course didn't do that. Um, but I was actually appreciative, but I was like, what, why do you always have to say it? Like I just fucking got in trouble. Is there, can you maybe like figure out a way to say shit? Like, so you may not, you may know this, you may not. So I'm just telling you this. <clears throat> Are you aware that this is what you should do or what is a, is a really nice touch? Are you aware of that? And I would go, no, actually I, I wasn't. Yeah. She will cherish that. And she would, you know, that is the way normal people say it. But the way I get it is, did you write a letter to Jackie for her wedding day? Jackie and Justin, did you write a letter? So now I wanted to curb stomp them right there, but yeah, I'm, I just, no, actually the only thing I've written is uh, my signature on checks, but uh, it's fine. I wasn't really mad, but I was a little annoyed, but then I go, okay. Yeah. So then I'm like, uh, uh, after I got over being annoyed, I was like, all right. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess that is something I should do. Cause then it kind of stuck in my head. Uh, so I'm like, all right, now I gotta, now I gotta do this, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. Um, radio voice. Linda says checks are more important than sappy letters. And I don't want, if Jim's enjoying this, I, I, I don't want you to give the wrong, I don't want to give you the wrong impression. I, I'm, I'm not mad at you, nor am I judging you at the time I was annoyed, but whatever, I'll get over it. Um, Ram says, just write out your speech. Nah, I'm not going to do that. I'll write another one. Um, and then get this. This was an, actually an incredible moment. Um, at the rehearsal dinner, um, we're all getting ready to eat. And uh, Justin's sweet mother, Kim, uh, has something she wants to say. And 
okay, freshman year of college at Grand Valley, Jackie and Justin were not, they were, they had met each other because they lived near each other in the dorms. And, um, as the year was winding down, Justin had a girlfriend, Jackie had a boyfriend and, uh, but those two had, um, established a, uh, a pretty strong rapport and, um, maybe they didn't quite admit it to each other yet, but I think that there was something, uh, kindling between them that maybe, uh, partly they were like, you know, I I'm dating someone, but, uh, I, in the back of uh, her brain and his brain, they were like, I might be with Mr. Wrong, or I might be with Mrs. Wrong. And I think Jackie might be Mrs. Right. And Justin might be Mr. Right. So, um, one of those relationships, but they hadn't like voiced it to each other or anything like that. They've, uh, uh, resisted that at that point in time. So Jackie left a note on Justin's door before he went back to his home for the summer. And that letter was read yesterday. It never, no one had ever heard this before. Somehow Justin kept it and and it got into the hands of Justin's mother. So she read it yesterday. And then it was a lot of, I'm so glad to have gotten to know you. And uh, you're just so spectacular and you're an awesome, awesome friend and all this sweet stuff. It was a very, very nice letter. Who knew that we would now be at this point on the precipice of uh, their marriage, spending the rest of their lives together. So that was just so sweet. It was just fantastic. And then uh, the uh, summer comes and goes. And then um, uh, they've both become single. And I, I, you know, I'm not even sure if um, they didn't, uh, as far as I know, Maybe I could find out from Jackie. I could ask her this question. I think she's home from work right now. She's not at work today. That's a little bit of a mystery that I could probably find out. That, um, let me see if I can get her on here. I'm hoping I can. She might be getting the Manny Petty too with mom. Oh, it's dad. I'm going to put it right to voicemail. Uh, come back to that maybe. So all systems go as best as we can. Holy shit. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, sign up for the ad free Patreon. Now with 11 bonus episodes per week, you got five daily bonus shows, the two lost Zane recordings, Put that on my list of things to do today. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia with uh, yesterday, uh, Dale took on Trent. Remember Trent? The Insane Asylum posted that yesterday. The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast and now released on Saturdays. Who are these Zanes? In fact, tonight, tonight, it is a wedding eve edition of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Seven o'clock tonight. Oh my God. Uh, there you go. So, uh, for you folks on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, I am now going to say goodbye. I've given you like more than just about half the show for God's sake. So this is what I want you to do. If you want the rest of the show as it happens, uh, 8am every day at about the same time, Monday through Friday, 
Um, I can't say 8 a.m. at about the same time. It just has to be at 8 a.m. Uh, that's where the show is on in its entirety on Twitch. So what you do is you go to the platform twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live and hit the follow button, get a username, contribute on the chat. If you like, subscribe with your Amazon Prime account and you get the show with no commercial interruption. Or you can sign up. Uh, if you don't have Amazon Prime, uh, subscribe for just five bucks. It's up to you. Or get it free and sit through the ads. I don't care. It's up to you. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live or download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live. All one word. So I will send you on your way. Enjoy it. Thanks for being here, though. Oh, I forgot one more thing. As always, you can uh, download the audio podcast uh, wherever you download shows right after this one is done. I guess Twitch is $5.99. Boy. I meant to say five ninety nine. Sorry, or I should say, if you subscribe, it's five ninety nine. All right, Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT, and YouTube brought to you by uh, My Policy Shop Insurance, Frank Fuss. Of course, as I said, you can uh, email me anytime you want. Eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliners striping inbox. The Eric Zane Show podcast is powered by the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. This thing's amazing. These people sent me one and I'm so happy. I love it so much. It's a lock. It's a 2K camera. It's a doorbell. Three in one, triple security. You know, a lot of the times when you buy something that's like a camera, so you can see who's at your door. You're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That is not the case with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. And by the way, I want you to search E-U-F-Y Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door the eufy video lock is easy to install set up with just a phillips screwdriver no drilling required thank goodness because if i did that there'd be holes all over the place it'd be horrible keyless entry no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full never worry about the kids losing keys or passing among the renters one second unlocking with get this ai self-learning chip embedded the more you use it the more accurate it will be it's fingerprint recognition on this thing you gotta try this out search eufy video lock that's e-u-f-y video lock or go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock full three-in-one triple security with eufy what's so special about hero bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Insane! You gotta eat Freedom Fries! You gotta eat Freedom Fritos! No, it goes up. Freedom ain't free, free bear. You gotta fight for freedom, hot wings. And you gotta eat freedom fries. 
You gotta eat Freedom Fritos. Fritos. Freedom, 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 freedom. Freedom, 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 freedom. Freedom! <laughs> I've been looking for freedom. I've been looking so long. I've been looking for freedom. I'm singing a fucking song. I've been looking for freedom since I left my hometown. Stupid. It's a little long in the tooth. Again, this is what I said before. I said this at the start of the latest Joe catastrophe. What the take my advice, please. This is what you need to do. Reboot, relaunch, rebrand, sit down, do the work, wipe everything out, wipe out the clocks. This is inside baseball. Wipe out, redo the clocks. Uh, every uh, every bit of audio is gone. You start all over. Build it from scratch, like you're starting a new show. Now is the time to do it. You've got all this people mixed up and ideas, and you got to talk about, uh, you know, how you want it to go, how what the ultimate goal is. Uh, the story arcs, what to talk about, what not to talk about, all that shit. Restart. Trust me. Take it off on Christmas and do it. Come back. Brand new show. All right? Way different. Everything you used to do, do it differently. Recreate yourself. Because if you still try to do the same old shit, the show's already long in the tooth. And people are, you get a lot of weirdness with the people. Do something that is unmistakable and cannot be replicated anywhere else. You've become kind of like a shell. You can do much better than that. What you have there, you have enough people and enough uh, um, uh, horses there that you can do that. But you got you to gotta write it out. You got to figure it out. I really think that Kelly is the one that is the content driver. And a lot of people who are enjoying the show right now don't agree with that, but you're, you're uh, trust me on this. Trust me. She is the key. She will be the new most uh, popular person on that show. And uh, you need to take her strengths and run with them. Capitalize on that. It would be a first, I think. Oh, not exactly. Uh, well, but kind of if you have the two mains, but the content driver is a female. Uh, probably the rarest thing I've ever seen is Connie, God rest her soul. Connie from Connie and uh, first Curtis, well, first Connie and Fish, then Connie and Curtis, then Connie and Fish. She was the lead and the content driver. 
That was probably the, one of the most talented people I have ever been around in my life was Connie. Sticks swim champ, who I respect very much for his opinions. Um, you have a good insight on this shit, by the way. I'm just going to tell you that. He says, I honestly think the show is too long, the content too diluted, but they can't shorten it. Yes, they can. Well, no, it isn't. I agree with that to some degree, but I think some of part of the problem is, you know, all those long intros they have and all the back widths and the rejoins with various parts of the show. Uh, get rid of all of that. None of it. You need to go down to just uh, the commercial break ends and a music starts and you just start talking. You add up all of those swaths of time for long-winded intros that play every single day. It gets tedious. Blow it all out. Every bit of audio that you use before, start from scratch. And then slowly build the catalog over time. You can't just plop it all in there. Uh, John writes, I try to listen to that show. I find it boring. Now, what's interesting about that is he's... He would, that would be new. He was a new audience member. And that's what you, yeah, that, that's a great test because for a new set of ears, people are like, boy, I don't get it. So yes, the ones who are used to it will remain listening to it. Maybe the numbers will uh, dwindle over time, but you're not, new people are, aren't, aren't liking it. You know what I mean? You want to, you want to get something going there to attract new audience. By the way, uh, John Jamingo here has been through the ringer. I talked to you on the show about how one of my former listeners from New Jersey, a lady, did the old Zaniacs United thing and took ownership of his show, the Boomer Bunker. That's why he canceled it. And I'm sorry to hear that. I'm hoping that one day it'll come back. But uh, John announced that because of the stalking that has been happening to him he's canceled the show and uh, it turns out that this audience member went to his house and then uh said i want to meet you at pat's steaks and so john was like oh yeah hey, yo all right yeah i'll meet you there i'll say hi sign some autographs yo and then um she wanted to put cheese whiz on his dick and put it in her mouth and he said, no, hey, yo, you know, I'm happily married. I can't do that. What are you talking about there? Besides, I'm a Geno Steaks guy. I'm not into Pats. Get the fuck out of here. So the group formerly known as Zaniacs have tried to destroy that show. By going out of their way to stalk John. Uh, John came up with a story that he just needed a break because he said that, I, I listened to it. He said, hey, yo, you know, the stories in the news these days are a little too negative and they're affecting me. Yo, you know, I mean, no one's talking about Ukraine anymore. And I'm getting sick and tired of whenever anybody famous dying saying that it's because they was vaccinated, yo. So, you know, I mean, I got to take some time off, yo. But then he canceled the show. The show's no more. Uh, and so that's it. Now, hopefully it'll come back over time. Now, John weighs in with, hey, yo, 
The only true part of that story is that I'm a Geno's guy. Pats can suck my my Philly dick. Geno's is where it's at, yo. Eric, Eric, what the fuck is wrong with you, Eric? Uh, so, all right. The uh, group formerly known as Zaniacs have uh, uh, dug their claws into poor John's show and ruined that one too. And now they're going to try to destroy So Wobbly. And that same audience member is going to try to put So Wobbly's penis in her mouth. Chris says, I don't think John says, yo, quite that much. No, it's true. All right. John says, hey, yo, that's also not true. We record Monday nights at 7, yo. Wait a minute. Did you not go on your show like last week and say, we's taking a uh, time off. I'm getting, it's affecting me. Yo, all of this negative news is starting to boil my, boil my blood and making me very upset. I can't take it anymore. Yo, I need a break. I'm pretty sure you went down that road, which is like, wait a minute. Now is the best time to be doing a show. What are you doing? My God. You see, the truth of the matter is. Hold on. John says, John says, that was Bob. Do I need to get the audio and actually post it? The truth of the matter is, I'm very upset. Why, John? Well, as you know, here on the Boomer Bunker, I've been telling you about the red wave that was going to be coming in the midterm elections. Well, as you know, we thoroughly got the fuck kicked out of us. And the blue wave actually hit. There was a blue wave and not a red wave. And I'm very, very upset about that. So I can no longer do a show. All right. John said, that was Bob. Your trolls got it wrong, Eric said. Ray Liotta died because he got a vaccination. That's what happened. He had a heart attack. Anyone who dies, this 95-year-old bumblefuck says, I just, uh, your boy, so-and-so died, eh? Uh, fucking A, man. Well, let's go find out if he was vaccinated. That's his latest uh, 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 Trump-like lie. He is propagating on his fucking uh, uh, false information show. Uh, Coming up tomorrow, we're going to spread more election lies, yo. My God. Aram writes, John, I wanted to be part of the Bunker Dwellers show, and your mods are not letting me in. Now, that's John. You got to understand, that's the insanity of those assholes. These parasites that are with you, okay, um, are, 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 are like that. They don't, they're very cliquish. 
you know, and stupid. So that's who you've attracted. You've taken them away from me, thank God, and now they're your problem. John says, yo, that's why Aramis and Kitten into the bunker busters. He's the Zane informant. That is not true at all. I, I rarely talk to Aram. There are other informants, but Aram is not one of them. Aram, Aram busts my fucking balls more than you think. Well, you're not getting into and giving Zane info. In fact, for my informants, um, I actually requested, there's one, two, three, four, six of them. Don't tip me off anymore about what they're talking about. I don't want to know. I would rather be blissfully ignorant because whenever any of those morons spews something out, it irritates me. So I don't, I actually don't know what the fuck is going on anymore. And it makes me so happy. I did, however, find out that Nick, Nick's wife, is nuzzling up against a cutie patootie named Rocky. Hey, yo, that's bad news there, Nick. I'm so sorry that you're lonely. Yeah, Nick's Nick's wife flew the coop on that deal. Can you believe that, John? You guys should talk about that in the Boomer Bunker. Hold on a second here. Hi, Jackie. Hello. It's your dad. Are you podcasting? Yeah. Oh, dear. You called me. Yeah. So I was telling the story about the nice letter that Kim read that you oh, left. Oh, yes. Did you know that was coming? No. Do you remember writing the note? Kind of. I know I wrote a note. Oh, hold on. What? The? John says, yo, hey, yo, Nick's better off. Sorry, I was peeing. You didn't need to renounce that, but okay. <laughs> um, no, I knew that I wrote him a note. Like, we wrote each other notes, like, at the end of freshman year because, like, we weren't going to see each other for a while. But I forgot what it said. So I have a theory. Oh, no. You and um, you and Justin maybe had, like, um, like, in the back of your brain feelings for each other. But but I mean, but didn't like say anything. I mean I mean like I had like a crush on him. Right like, right. But you would then uh uh tamp that down and keep that uh, uh on like very low key because you were both in relationships. Yeah, and we were just best friends. You just shut it down mentally, you know. Yeah. So that was I it. I didn't think that he felt that way. So. So. Maybe you felt that a little way or uh, you, you a little bit felt that way. Yeah. So that was in like May when you left school and then. Uh, yeah. Like April. Okay. And then the summer and then uh, you go back to school and you're single. Yes. No. So um, I think that was like 20. One was that. So, like, that was freshman year, and then Justin and I didn't get together until junior year. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot of time. Yeah, because I was still with Ernie. Ernie. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I'm surprised you said his name. I know that that's, that doesn't make you happy. 
That's why I said it's dumb. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Are you, get, are you getting ready? Yeah, yeah, I am getting ready. Big day. It is a big day. Well, tomorrow's the big day. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. All right. Okay. Okay, I love you. Love you. Okay, bye. Bye. Uh, Kenny says, was it ever, Kenny says, was it ever revealed why Ernie and Jackie broke up? Uh, Jackie, um, did not like the treatment. She did not like the way she was being treated. So she said, I'm sorry. I'm breaking up with you because I think I can do better. Oh, fuck. She's, she said, I'm not settling on who I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. This has been great, but it's gone as far as it's going to go. Good day. <laughs> um, I found out after the fact, no, everybody kept me in the dark that, uh, I mean, cause I always got along with Ernie, but I did find out after they broke up that he was a cock to her and to my wife. And I'm like, he said all that shit to you guys. Are you fucking kidding me? All right, let me bring Rick in. Uh, I'm going to end up doing all my ads at once again, but I'm kind of on a roll. So I'm not going to fuck everything up. I'll make it up. Don't worry. Yeah, it's not like you're going, yeah, we need ads, Eric. Good morning, Eric Zane. Rick from TC Paintball. Uh, Thank God you're okay. You were in a hurricane one week ago. I was, but I mean, that's a little bit overblown. It was more like, uh, I mean, at least what we experienced was a bunch of rain and a little bit of blowing. It was really just inconvenient. Was it a big bro paintball event party get together? It was, yeah. There was uh, the World Cup of Paintball in uh, Kissimmee, Florida by Disney. Uh, I think there was like 600, 650 teams. Wow. Uh, was it on Disney property? No, no, it's uh, not on Disney property. It's um, in like a, a, a cow field not very far away from Disney. So we got to deal with all the Disney traffic yep. and there's Disney amenities. But, uh, yeah, not, uh, not on the property. Yeah, I'm going to be in Kissimmee next month. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, AT? Yeah, AT stuff. So, oh, right okay. yeah, yeah, man. Uh, that, that, so you got, you did, okay. Uh, were you uh, in a coaching role? I know your knee's a little wonky. My knee's wonky, but I was playing. Um, I actually played pretty well, I think. Uh, I'm a little bit limited with my with my knee being the way that it is. Um, as a team, we played a lot better this event, but as good as we played all year. Um, we were on fire on day one. Not on fire, but we were. We had two victories on day one in our two prelim games. And then day two rolled around, and we knew it was going to be a tougher day. And we went 0-2, long story short, we went 0-2 on day two. Ended up with a 2-2 two and two prelim record, which was good enough to make finals based on your point margin, your plus minus. And our, our plus minus was too much in the minus, so we didn't make finals. Yeah, fuck. Uh, what top, top prize. How much money? Uh, shit. I don't even know what first place in semi pro is. Uh, first place in pro is 40 grand. Um, first place. like, you don't concern yourself with what the first place prize is. If, uh, if you're not in contention, right. And we've had a rough year, so I didn't even pay attention to that. So you've won money in the past. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We had a, we had a season in 2013 where we won the semi-pro division um, with one event to go. So the last event we moved up to play pro finished fifth in the pro division. And uh, we had already won the semi-pro division. We won a, we won a lot of money playing paintball. It's just not in the last couple of years. Fucking a, that's great. Okay. Um, so you're back in town. It's snow. It's Joe snow and Joe. Uh, you have a long history of listening to GRD. You were a, you were an advertiser for a long period of time back in the day. You participated. You were the one who gathered the troops for the producer Joe paintball gauntlet. Uh, what what are your what are your thoughts? Because I know you're uh, never short of thoughts, Rick, on on uh, what has transpired with Joe resigning uh, from the show. Well. I mean, you know, the writing was on the wall. Uh, if you want to talk about my personal opinion, Joe is like, he's like one of those people that's like Kevin Bacon. There's just a few degrees of separation between Joe and I. He knows a lot of people that I know, but I've never even met or talked to him personally. Um, I was there for the, 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 the gauntlet. I brought a bunch of equipment for the paintball gauntlet, but I rolled in late. Uh, so things were happening already and already getting lined up. So I didn't get a chance to, to shoot the shit with him beforehand. And after, afterwards, he was so covered in welts that he got out of there pretty fast. So I don't have any history of knowing Joe personally. Um, I've known of him and been around him for a long time. But I'm kind of a so I'm kind of a loyal person. And when you left or were shown the door of the show, I still listened to the show for a while, but I wasn't, you know, I was kind of listening waiting for them to make me mad. because I was a little bit angry about the whole thing transpired. So I haven't been a real personal fan of theirs, of any of them since you had left. Um, and it's not that I wish ill will on them. I just, you know, didn't want to hear about the good things going on with them. I was a little bit angry about that whole thing. As far as what's going on now, I feel like the writing was on the wall and, you know, it's kind of like the way the NFL reacted. You, you brought up the Ray Rice thing a few times. Like, nobody really gave a shit until there was a video. No one really gave a shit about this until there was, you know, the victim was calling out the parent company and, and uh, making some noise. So a- there it is. Alleged victim, Rick. Alleged victim. Oh, oh allegedly. Of course. Of course. Because <laughs> I don't have any lawyers calling me. I think I can say whatever I want. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, fuck. Um, I will say this. I, there, In the moments of my life where I've been... Uh, happy. I think the hardest I've ever laughed in my life have been I when I've been in the presence of Joe. Um, he, he brought so much joy to my life at various times. And for it to now be in this weirdo spot with a lot of uh, swirling uh, uh, thoughts and opinions and stuff like that, it's it's I keep asking myself, what the fuck happened? You know? Well, you know, they, they say a lot about, you know, you look at uh, um, stand-up comics that uh, they get late in their career and all of a sudden there's a suicide or something or, or, or a, like a, a mental crash of some type. And they say you really got to be really dark inside to have that humor. And, I mean, how, how much different are radio hosts and stand-up comics? I mean, I think there's an element there, especially a, a content driver like that, where he's got some, some darkness in his, in his soul there. And I'm not saying that he's an evil person, but I feel like to have that level of, ability to be funny you've got to have some darkness to balance it out and there's some darkness there you know what i mean i'm not saying i don't have it i probably have some of it i think we all do but you know there's a level of it if there is a chance for joe to actually have a productive life in my opinion in my opinion he's going to need to be honest and i don't think he gets anywhere with trying to uh in any in any field or place of employment or relationship 
until <laughs> until he gets honest. And I think that that's going to take some time to actually undo what is in his the way he thinks. He's got to change the way he's thinking right now. Yeah, honest and not manipulative. You know, um, things some things don't age well. So if you go back and listen to you know his twenty minute or half hour long. Um, you know, uh, psychosis digging into digging into you know what made him the way he is, and and, and that whole depression rant that he went on. Um, they uh, uh, he was being very manipulative, and if you go back and listen to it now, knowing what we know now, I feel like it's even more manipulative. Like he was really trying to get out in front of the story, yes. really trying to kind of pave the road for himself, so he didn't have problems down the line. But you know, here we are. Right, right. Um, indeed. Uh, what the hell? Oh, Jesus, Rick. Your your little girl is what age, Rick? Seven. Okay, seven. So um, I'm in the spot where my daughter is going to change her name tomorrow, Rick, as we move on. Um, can you Have you put yourself into that position at some point when your little girl grows up? Have you ever had to think that way? Yes, I have, and I'll, I'll pause here a second. Is she going to take Justin's name or is she going to hyphenate it? I think she's a hyphenator. I think she's taking his name. No kidding. Okay. Well, my son is 11 and my daughter's seven. And my son is got himself a girlfriend. He's in fifth grade. And, um, you know, obviously we lived through that too, the whole ups and downs of liking people and that type of thing. And I'm supporting of what's going on there, but keeping a close eye on it. And what my wife keeps saying to me is, are you going to be so supportive when it's your daughter in this position? And and that's oh. a very uh, that's a very uh, interesting perspective oh, because shit. I'm going to be very protective of my daughter, and if my daughter's trying to stay up till midnight, FaceTiming her boyfriend like my son is right now, oh. um, you know, I, multiple times a week and stuff like that, where we really got to pay attention to what's going on, that is going to create problems for me. And I realize it's a double standard. I just can't help it. Like I want my kids to, I want my son to be socially accepted. I want him to right. have success when he likes a girl, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I want to protect my daughter. So it is a double standard for sure. And I don't know how I'm going to handle that when I get there. It's going to be rough. God, that's tough. Uh, that is tough because, um, you know, when we were growing up, we didn't have this type of access uh, to each other. And, right. and it's a game changer. Mother fuck. That is. And because even when my kids were growing up, when Jim and Jackie were that young, um, I, I don't be the excess, the, with, with technology constantly improving, it's at an all time high right now. You know, yeah, it's going to uh, keep getting better. Molding our society and, and maybe not a very good way. You know, my, my kids are addicted to devices. It's, you know, you got to knock them out of their hands sometimes and get them to focus on the real world. And that's frustrating, uh, but how do you get away from them? You know, you just don't. You don't get away from them. They, they use them for school. They use them for, for, for different things that they need to do in the world. Yeah. And you, you really, you really got to set borders and, uh, and uh, some restrictions on them, and it's tough to do. Uh, all right. Um, what else is going on? Anything burning on your brain you want to get off your chest? It is Jenison open? Did they not have a snow day? I don't know if this but community Gr is open. Granville did, and they're right next to each other. That surprises me since Jenison is usually a little bit worse off than Granville. That surprises me. Yeah, I'm not sure because Diana took the day off, so I don't know. She hasn't. She has. I haven't talked to her today. Uh, right on. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, nothing. I'm just getting caught up. Uh, I'm back to town. I had two crazy weeks of travel and I, I went to North Carolina for a, for a show for an event. I came home. I was home for like 24 hours and then we had to drive back to Florida. So I've had like 5,000 miles of driving in the last couple of weeks. So I'm kind of over driving for a little while. Um, I'm focusing on, you know, being back to town and getting some things done here. And it's just, uh, it's, it's nice to be nice to relax a little bit. 
Is there anything ever uh, at those shows like a prototype where um, you have a piece of paint weaponry where the paintball leaving the barrel is like one foot across? It's being it's being launched out of a big fucking paint howitzer. No, no, there's nothing like that. I can't imagine getting hit with something like that with any type of momentum. It'll probably knock a mask off or something. No, there's nothing like that. There's new stuff coming out all the time, but it's just kind of refining the old things and not coming out with a with a uh, a one foot diameter paintball or nothing like that. Uh, Linda asks axe throwing update. I'm guessing since you've been so busy, we're still in a holding pattern on axes. Well, you know, I told you before, I had a few projects to get done before I could focus on that. Yeah. And I have knocked a couple of those projects down. Um, I have one more project to go before I can get to it, and I'm motivated to get it done. So I don't think it'll be too long, but uh, it'll it's, it's, uh, it's on the back burner, but it's being pulled closer to the front burner as we speak. All right, Rick, you're the best. Uh, TC Paintball, you're in business in town, or I should say um, in, in business this weekend. You got things going on. You can book a party. TCPaintballGR.com, play indoors in the warmth. Absolutely. And we'll do some outdoor play as well. Um, now that uh, we're, sh- well, we kind of had to shift indoor a little bit earlier. We are going to get some more outdoor play uh, yet this uh, fall slash winter and early uh, early next year after the new year. There will be some outdoor play going on. But since we're focused really on our indoor field right now, it reduces how many players we can have at one time and how many groups we can have in rotation at one time. So uh, although we always recommend making reservations or require to make reservations, it's even more of a requirement now because we just have a little less ability to get people on the field. So. Got if you want to play, and I encourage that you do, make sure you reach out to us. Uh, we'll get a date and time booked, and we'll get you on the calendar. Chris says yes. Jenison is closed. Oh, very good. I thought so. All right, buddy. All right, talk to you soon. Peace. Rick, TC Payne, Paul, love him. Florida man, 814, concerning uh, our old pal Joe. Writes, I think that at 38 or however old he is, uh, I think he might be 40. Florida man, eight fourteen writes, I think there is evil in him. I think he's a self-centered prick who clearly knew what he was doing was wrong and didn't give a fuck. Uh, that's in your opinion, all allegedly, we don't know of anything that's actually happening. That's just a uh, alleged opinion. <clears throat> all right. Okay. Man, I'm behind. I'm so behind, but I got to pee. So you got to sit through me going pee. Oh, boy, and it smells like dog fart in here. That makes me unhappy. Holy shit. Okay, uh, I'll be right back. Some nice person on the uh, Freeburn Hot Wings subreddit. Encouraged audience members of their sub and their show. that if they wanted to hear talk of Joe to listen to this show because uh, he did the old, I, I know you hate him, but he does, uh, you know, if you want it, he talks more than the show you listen to talked about it. <clears throat> Hang on. <laughs> oh God. So, and a lot of people who, um, and a couple people waited and said, yeah, you know, you're right. It actually wasn't bad hearing him talk about Joe. However, Spud Jeffries writes, not to be confused with Spud, the old GRD guy. Yeah, here's a fair warning. It's not good. And I was a big Zane fan. Obviously, just my opinion, though. So I was like, yeah, well. Then, 
Same guy, apparently, gets a little more bulb. Because Aram wrote, <clears throat> uh, someone was dogging, someone, uh, a lot of people on there, it's all mixed up over there. Someone on their, on their uh, uh, Reddit um, was attacking their show. And Aram wrote, the Eric Zane show is a lot more original and creative. And I know what you're doing there, Aram. You're just trying to uh, stir things up. And I appreciate that. That's very funny, you fucking troublemaker. Uh, what the fuck? Dude again writes, what did I say his name was? Spud Fries? No, Spud Jeffrey. Spud Jeffries. I cannot read. Spud Jeffries writes, that show is garbage. And Zane was my favorite. I got excited when I found out he had a podcast. So I guess he's just finding out maybe. Or maybe he listened to old shows. I don't know. I downloaded three of them right off the bat so I could listen at work. I listened to two of them and was just mad about it. Such a letdown. Followed up with this guy. NJ Fran 39 says... I loved Zane on Free Beer and Hot Wings. I love this show on BBL with Ben. His podcast just doesn't do it for me. This one. Yep, the actual radio show was great. The podcast? Woof. I got a woof? Oh, fuck. See what you did, Aram? All right. Can't, can't uh, make everybody happy. All right. All right. First off, Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. If you need flooring installed in your home, uh, that's who you reach out to. If you are in West Michigan, this is the way to go. They'll encourage you, if you like, to rip out your old shit and uh, do that dirty work. Or they can be full service. It's up to you. Uh, the point is just have them come to your home, a little measure action. By the end of the day, you'll have an estimate emailed your way from Bennett Flooring Installation. The most professional way to install flooring. I, sh I should say the most cost-effective way to install professional flooring. 616-318-0167. Call or text today. 616-318-0167 for Bennett Flooring Installation. The flooring I want you to buy, I want you to get it from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan. Yes, another local sponsor. If you are in the West Michigan area and you're in that little fake downtown Granville area, just to the west of it by a couple of blocks is the Discount Outlet. It's behind the Little Caesars. Go in there and look at the piles and piles of different types of flooring, vinyl plank, laminate, Ceramic, large square, small square, hard square, hard square, hardwood, uh, all different types of carpeting. It's a warehouse, for God's sake. Bring your trucks. You can take it home with you. They buy it by the bulk, so it's cheaper than anybody else in the entire state to begin with. Add my name to it. You're going to save 10%. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Also, in this neck of the woods, Bosco's Pub, part of Terra Square. Go to Bosco's Pub and grab a burger, grab a beer. You will not be let down. Please mention my name. Thank you to Frank Fuss. 
buy your Obamacare, buyinsurancehere.com when it comes to healthcare. People who take who utilize uh, healthcare.gov slash Obamacare uh, are people who their employer does not offer insurance or perhaps they're self-employed, they need insurance, or they're like Joe and they've just resigned and they no longer have insurance. Uh, I'm encouraging Joe to reach out to Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. Everybody send Joe a message saying he needs health care with a good uh, mental health plan. 616-914-4070. Call or text Frank. He will help you every step of the way getting your Obamacare. And what he does is free. 616-914-4070. I'm not even kidding about that. Frank's services are free. He gets paid by the insurance companies. He's also the expert on Social Security, Security, and Medicare. A couple more. TC Paintball. We heard from Rick earlier. Book an event at TC Paintball. Workplace team building. Bachelor party. Bachelorette party. Uh, neighborhood kids getting together, dad's day, family day, TC paintball, terrific destination attraction in Grand Rapids, tcpaintballgr.com. When you want to see a comedy show, check out one of the several venues of Full House Comedy, fullhousecomedy.com. All right. As I said, podcasting tonight with Ben, it's going to be awesome. We missed last week. So the way it's going to work for your old pal Eric is that at about 6.20 p.m., you won't see this, but we will record another edition, a brand new edition of Who Are These Zanes. This time, we'll be going to uh, morning uh, radio, and you, you I know you've never heard any of this ever. I've never shared a bit of it. But there was a time when I was on Joe and the Poor Boy in Saginaw, and then I resigned and went to Detroit to do the Drew and Mike show for a, uh, just a short period of time. Then I had no job, didn't know what I was going to do. And I went back to Saginaw to a station that just turned classic rock. And I was going directly up against Joe from Z93. All right. And they had put in another poor boy. So me and this dude, they paired me up with this dude named Brian on this radio station called the Eagle. So many things wrong about this. Uh, Don't even know where to begin, but let me just tell you that the radio station was squeaky clean. They said to me, they go, we're going to bring you on, but you cannot talk any poopoo caca. You have to embrace wholesome. I'm not even kidding you. That was the pep talk they gave me. It was owned by a guy named uh, Mac. Uh, it was uh, Mr. McDonald. I forget his first name and he might not even be around to this day, but this company still exists. They still own radio stations in Michigan, but the, uh, guy who was on the radio station, Mac, he, I mean, he's got this cluster of radio stations he owns <clears throat> in Saginaw and the guy would sit there and he's probably about 65 years old at the time at his desk. And if you said something he didn't like, he would wait out in front of the door for the on-air light to go off, and you'd see him waiting there. So you're getting, you're like pissing your pants. And this guy was a straight shooter, uh, and and very very stoic and uh, intimidating. 
<clears throat> so here I am, and uh, I'm doing the news with this guy named Brian. Brian Bailey. I still talk to him to this day. And uh, Bailey's been there forever. And uh, everyone um, is a clone on the air, is a clone of Mac. If Mac says jump, you say how high. He's going to tell you what to say, what to think, how to sound on the air, including me. So I'm there being wholesome Eric. One of the things you'll notice on these clips, and I don't have one in front of you, but I'm just going to tell you how it went, is uh, he sat down and he goes, Eric, I want you to do double time check. Now, we've made fun of this back in the day on Freebird Hot Wings, and that's when you come out of the song, you say, uh, W-E-E-G, mornings, uh, Eagle, that is 7.3. This is Eric Zade. It's 8.14, 14 after the hour of 8. 8.14, 14 after 8. You have to say it that way. They, It's like, if you if you say, uh, it's 8.14, he's, he's going to get up from his desk, he's going to go over to the door and by the window and wait for you. And then when you turn off the mic, he's going to go, oh, hey, uh, you said 8.14, but you didn't say 14 after 8. You you got to do double time check, and you got to talk. You got to talk like this. So uh, let's let's get that together, right? Yeah, 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 sure, boss. And if you did it again, now he's going to tell you in a little bit more of an urgent way. Until before long, he's yelling at you. Hey, I'll send double time check. You're supposed to go eight fourteen fourteen after eight. So you will notice that as I talk out of uh, Ario Speedwagon. I was rolling with the changes with Ario Speedwagon 814, 14 after 8. It's the Eagle Morning Show 97.3. I'm Eric. Here's Brian with the news. And then Brian would do the news. Like every 10 minutes, he'd have to do the fucking news. Uh, one time he's doing the news. And I've talked about this before. But uh, rarely have I talked about it, but I have talked about this before. And uh, Mac is waiting outside. I shut off the mics. He throws open the door and he says to Brian, he goes, Brian, yeah, Mac. Uh, let me see your script. He's got like a, he wrote his newscast out. Oh, man, this is the problem. How many times have I had to have a talk with you about the you factor? And I'm like, what? The you factor? And Brian's like, yeah, I know, Mac. I mean, you could have used the word you here and the word you here. He wanted it to be like uh, when you read a news story, you have to be talking to one person. Uh, travel is going to be rough for you today as the roads are snowy. You'll need, you will need to take a little extra time and you will need to slow down and you will need to leave a little space, you know, that, that type of shit. And if you, and he's sitting there in the office listening to you do your newscast. And if he detects that whatever you say, you could have the word you in there instead of what you actually wrote down, you're dead. He's going to come in there and fuck you up because you got a low you factor count. And then, um, so I noticed that there was a picture of like Scott Bayo right in front of Brian. I go, you, you like him? He goes, no, uh, Mac makes us uh, tape a picture of a famous person or someone, and it could be anyone, so that we're looking at someone's face when we're doing the news so that we can be more personable. 
And I'm like, is everyone here retarded or something? Uh, This is all, this is like something you would, uh, these are all little tricks so that a special needs person doesn't eat their feces in the classroom. This is all fucked up. What's going on here? And he's like, oh, this is what makes a great, you, you know, you may be used to your poopoo caca with the Joe and the poor boy, but we run a tight ship here and you got to do U factor. And so you're going to need to tape someone's picture up there. I'm like, I am not an idiot. I am not taping someone's face in front of me. I'm already doing double time check. Fuck face. We're not going to go with taping, you know, fucking Chuck Norris's face in front of me. No. Then I would get phone calls from audience members and they kept saying the same thing. Why is the music too fast? I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. The songs are playing at a higher, the, they're, they're a higher pitch. So Led Zeppelin, black dog, Robert Plant sounds higher. His actual pitch is higher. And I'm like, well, I, I, I don't, I'm going to listen, but I don't know what you're talking about now. Um, this is at an age when you take the CD, put it into the CD player, and you you press play on the on the fader on the remote, and you have to do the segues on your own. So when one song ends, you're fading it down. You press, you fire the second CD player, and then while that one's playing, you take the other CD out. You put a new CD in, and then you do that. You have to be there. So every three minutes, every four minutes, you're doing something. Nowadays, it's all automation. You don't have to worry about that. But uh, back then you did. And uh, I, I said to Rick Walker, the guy who's running the radio station, I go, Rick, I keep hearing from people that, and I, I voiced it. He goes, uh, I, I, and he brushed it off. This goes on for weeks. And then I'm hearing it. Then I'm like aware of it. So then I'm driving around listening to the radio station. And I'm like, it does sound pitched up to me. It sounds pitched like it's higher. And Rick didn't even know this, but the engineer knew this. One day the engineer comes in. He unscrews uh, some screws and takes a metal case off of the actual CD player. And there's a little tiny dial inside of there with a small LED readout. And it says, the number three with a percentage sign, it says plus three percentage. And then he turns this little dial. It goes two, one, zero. I go, what was that? He goes, the CD players were pitched up 3%. All of the complaints, the audience, what they were hearing. They were correct. Everything going out over the air for the first month was playing like the fucking chipmunks. And I asked the question. What I wanted to say is what dumb motherfucker thought that that was a good idea. And why? Why? I mean, why would you? Why would anyone do that? And the story goes that before this was a classic rock station, it was like a pop station. And 
They go, well, Mac believes that if you pitch it up and make it a higher intensity, like a uh, pitch, it makes people happier. It, it puts them in a better mood and it's, it's a, it's a, it's a higher tempo for their life or some shit like that. Some crazy made up. Again, I'm using the word retarded scenario, some fucked up logic that I've never heard anyone ever say. And I went, really? That's, that's a thing. Oh yeah. It puts a pep in their step or some shit. I go, uh, and so they believed that that was the way you do it. And I go, yeah, but these, the music we're playing here is 40 fucking years old. Everybody knows every note of these songs. Won't get fooled again by the who is, I mean, these are all epic things that cannot be fucked with. Why would you do that? And finally, the audience convinced. I couldn't, no one could convince these fucking morons till finally someone came in and said, yeah, maybe we should play the songs in the form that they were made. Oh my God. I lasted three months on there, on that radio station. And then I got an offer to leave. And uh, I took it. I went down to Knoxville, Tennessee. That's that was the spot. I went from Detroit back to Saginaw for three months. Moved my entire family back into the apartment I used to live in. No, I had a house in Midland, sold it, went to Detroit, came back, moved into an apartment that I used to live in like three years earlier. It was so fucked up. This was really finding your way moments. And then got the fuck out of there. So I have the audio from that radio station. W. E-E-G. Never before spoken of. That will be what we do on Patreon today for Who Are These Zanes? I should say Ben and I are going to record it today. I'll release it tomorrow. That show alone is worth the price of admission. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. So I got podcasting tonight. Uh, Waylon, you have till 3 o'clock today to buy tickets and send me proof that you bought tickets, send it to eric at ericzanecho.com. Uh, three people and their guests are going to the Wayland VIP, have, the, uh, have, have VIP for Wayland on the 25th of November, next Friday. All right. VIP consists of a pre-show acoustic set by Mitch and Phil from Wayland. They might even have the whole band there. They got an entire acoustic set. These are all songs you are not going to hear on the show that you're going to see that night. It's very special in an intimate setting of a little side off the way, off the beaten path room at the intersection called the Mint, which is a really cool place. It's like lounge chairs and fucking lava lamps. It's great there. So you can have a chance at winning that. Now, I'll let you in on a little information. Uh, being that this show is what it is, I have sold... Three sets of tickets. Audience members, three audience members have bought tickets and sent me proof. Three. And so right now, the drawing is no drawing. They would win. If I get no one else participating by three, they win. And that's fine. Whatever you want. doesn't matter to me. So I'm just telling you, if you were on the fence about it, you have a very good chance of going to the VIP. So buy the tickets, like right now, 
And then get get it to me. I'll check email just before 3 p.m. Eric at ericsaintshow.com. If we have more than three people signed up, I'll do a drawing. If not, those three are going. They are uh, Josh and Adam. And then there's one more person. Okay. Uh, right now, we sit at $1,625.57 for the Great Food Giveaway. I expect that to the cost of the food for the Great Food Giveaway to be over $4,000, but you cannot quote me on that yet because I don't know the cost of the hams. I'm waiting for Josh at uh, Admire to get back a hold of me. Thank you to Cheryl for a donation. You're very sweet. Tarantula Farmer Family just donated. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, we've got about seven, eight, nine people that have donated right now, including $500 from Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, including $500 from Mike Ball. Um, if you're thinking about doing this, uh, dropping just five or 10 bucks in, that is where the lion's share of the money is going to come in because we have strength in numbers. So if you're enjoying this show, please consider, uh, you know, just a few bucks throwing it my way. Venmo's the best way because there's no service charge. For some reason, some of these folks, they donated like $500 and then, uh, some of that, uh, a percentage of it went to PayPal somehow. I don't know why that is. Maybe if you send it as like a friend to friend on PayPal, they won't charge. I think that might be the case. I'm not positive on that. If anybody has any insight, I would love to find out that information. But Venmo for sure, you're good to go. So there's the information. You can uh, see my Venmo right now. And you, if you're on the, um, uh, what do you call it? Twitch live stream. Uh, Venmo, there it is, at eric Zitunian. PayPal at Eric Zane Show. By seeing my own name there, I am reminded of this. This is funny. I found this to be hilarious. My um, real last name, uh, Kenny writes, uh, yeah, on PayPal, you, it's a bad idea to choose goods and services. Do not send it as goods and services. Send it as a gift. That's what you need to do. Send it as a gift, not goods and services. If you send it goods and services, that PayPal will take some of the cash. You don't want that. Um, one of my favorite spots to read, as you know, is the Free Beer and Hot Wings Show subreddit. I cannot get enough of it. Someone wrote, who is your favorite show member of all time? There are six choices. Uh, I'll just go in the number of votes. 622 people have voted. Kelly Cheese has 28 votes. She doesn't have as long of a history as everybody else. Thirty-eight votes is Steve. Eighty-two votes is Greg Freebeer Daniels. A hundred and twenty-eight votes is Chris Hot Wings Michaels. A hundred and thirty-three votes is Eric Zane Zaitunian. And two hundred and thirteen votes is Joe. 
Now, it needs to be pointed out. First of all, that poor guy, Justin, is not even included in the fucking list. Oh. It also needs to be pointed out that I haven't been on that show. We're going on a decade. We're at about the seven-year point. February, it will be seven years since I have been on that show. And despite not being on it for seven years, I am still more popular than the guys that the show is fucking named after. You know how great that makes me feel? That is a fucking middle finger. And it's on the subreddit where so many people hate me on there, but yet still, I'm the fucking big swinging dick. Well, the second biggest dick. Joe is the big swinging dick. To me, when it comes to content, there is no shame in being second banana to Joe. I've all, I always thought Joe was hysterical. A goddamn legend, in my opinion, when it comes to comedy. Piece of shit uh, on a personal level, but very fucking funny, without a doubt. I always thought he was funnier than me. really happy about that sean says especially when you get pillows for valentine's day Uh, in fact i should help bolster my votes by sharing with you where to go to go vote for your old pal eric zane on this poll (laughs) who's your favorite show member of all time there it is okay here it comes Boom. Go there and uh, let's pass Joe. Let's really rub his nose and shit. That's embarrassing, but I don't care. All right. Where the fuck am I? Um, Let me get into this and then I will finish the show. A guy just ran a marathon in a damn good time of three hours and 28 minutes. That's a pretty quick marathon. He is uh, Uncle Chen. He is um, 50. That is a, that's an excellent time. However... He has a thing that he does during each race. Uncle Chen chain smokes cigarettes the whole race. Thank you, Mike Ball, for sending this my way. This is Chen. Look at he's got a smoke. This is fantastic. Cigarette in his mouth, fit as a fiddle. Look at this guy behind him was like fucking Chen. Dude smoking cigarettes during the run. Here's a dude who doesn't look like he's Asian running the race. Look at the look at the body on this guy. He looks like a million dollars and he's cool as shit. He's smoking a cigarette. Look, make no mistake. I don't care what any of you say. Smoking is fucking cool. 
if you smoke, I have a new respect for you. All right? Yes, you're going to die younger. You're going to die a painful death. But it sure as fuck looks cool to have a smoke in your hand and hit a couple of puffs. The story behind Chen goes like this. Uh, this happened on November 6th. It was in the uh, Xinjiang Marathon in Jiandi, China. That's exactly what he did one after the other last week. Uh, it, it came out on their social media. Their social media in China is called a, a Weibo. And it's state state run. They do everything. They don't they don't let anybody get anything out that has to do with equality and equal rights and not killing people. But the censors are like the Chinese people need to see Chen chain smoke cigarettes. Uh, he finished 574th overall, but there's thousands of people that ran this thing. I take it back. 1,500 people, thousands. He finished 574th. This is not the first time that he's done this. He did it in 2018 at at another marathon and 2019 in a different marathon. He ran 336 in that one, 332 in 2019. So he's getting faster. He's getting older. He's smoking more cigarettes and he's just clipping time off left and right. Chen only smokes when he runs. He goes out on a training run. He's got a water pack. You know, and a lighter and smokes. He's also an ultra marathoner like Joe Morin. Hey, I think that's fucking crazy for him to smoke cigarettes, Eric, when he runs. He ran a 50K in 12 hours. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of, What a dumb fuck. Running and smoking cigarettes while you're running a marathon. I can't even believe that. Chen says, I'm not shooting for a Guinness World Record for the fastest marathon for chain smoking. I just like to smoke while running. Sean says smoking while running is training. It's like high altitude shit. Less oxygen to the muscles. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Pellerito just bought Whalen tickets. He says he is now in the running for the drawing. Good job. We now officially have a drawing for those. Thank you, Joe. I'm sorry about your brother. He's not dead. I'm just sorry that he's your brother. That's a, that's a joke. Joe's extremely good-natured. He would laugh at that. He says, I'll bring Mike. Oh, God. Yeah, I'll just walk up. To, I won't even acknowledge him. I would not even acknowledge him. I would walk up to him. I would walk up to you and go, hey, Joe, how are you? And, I, and then I wouldn't, my eyes would not actually look at your line-bearded brother. And then I would turn around, and even if he spoke, I would not, I would not acknowledge him. Uh, are you really bringing them? Oh shit. Fuck. That's terrible. 
Well, maybe you won't win. <laughs> anyway, getting back to Chen. Many people on Weibo shared their frustration that Chen was allowed to smoke during the race. Quote, this type of behavior should be banned from the race, one commented. I feel bad for the runners around him, said another. Not me. I love the smell when someone's smoking and you're getting that secondhand smoke. I love it. Technically, there are no rules prohibiting runners from smoking since most have the common sense that it will not help their performance. Man, if Chen ever decided to quit smoking and just breathe fresh air while running, I mean, can you imagine the time that he could lay down there? I love Chen. That is a flat-out legendary move. Chain-smoking during the entire fucking race. I mean, that's the type of thing that you need some serious uh, 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 followers on. You should just throw that out. I mean, I, I don't think he can actually get to our social media, but he would be an absolute legend in running communities. Smoking while running, it seems like it would be painful to me. Good on you, Chen. Good on you. Uh, Let me help your business. If you want to get your business in front of a uh, large audience, large enough, I should say, uh, reach out to me, eric at ericzaincho.com. I'll tell you how the Eric Zancho podcast can work for you. Like Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. So awesome. If you need your vehicle fixed and you are in the West Michigan area, this is where you take your car. ER Vines. That's ER Vines. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. The site of Great Food Giveaway number three, where we will feed 200 families this time. We're doubling our efforts thanks to Irvine's. A&E, heating and cooling. Get your furnace tuned up for $79. Still plenty of opportunities for you to do that. Just call and schedule it. Reach out 616-516-8579 for A and E heating and cooling. So great. And if you need a new furnace installed or air conditioner, they're the ones to do it. The absolute best in the business. It will save you some serious money and install the best uh, air conditioner or furnace on the market. Comfort maker. That brand is number one. In fact, they're very, very picky about who installs their products. Uh, in fact, Joe Martinez had to go to a, a very uh, long and intense bit of training to be able to install the comfort maker. It's like Navy SEALs. You know how when they throw those dudes in the fucking ocean when the water's like uh, 32 degrees? It's like more intense than that. The SEALs are like, ah, this that was a cakewalk compared to what Joe Martinez has to put up with. Holy shit. 616-516-8579. Finally, batting cleanup for today's show. The Kent County Health Department. Reach out to them on their website, accesskent.com slash health for information on the WIC program. That keeps families fed. And to qualify, you'd be surprised at the amount of money is the threshold to be able to use WIC. Okay. You're like, my God, I didn't realize uh, we could actually get access to this. And if you do qualify, uh, that allows you to get important food items like uh, meat, cheese, bread, milk, things like that, formula for your little one uh, at no cost to you. 
the WIC program. Learn more at accesskent.com slash health. There's a phone number there. Make a phone call. And uh, no one needs to know about this but you and the professionals at the Kent County Health Department. Tim, I need a new sign. This one, the plastic is coming off. It's like a, it's weird. It's like the butt has butt lips. It's very strange. Um, yesterday at uh, TC Paintball, bringing us the asshole of the day, it was Sarah. I forgot why. Oh, I made you the asshole of the day because you sent me that sad song to make me cry, which I did on the Patreon. But, excuse me, today's asshole of the day. By the way, sweet Mikey G is a first-time chatter and says, love the show, man. Well, I love you. I'm glad you found it. Please don't be a stranger because you know what? Sometimes I just get lonely. Send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com. And we'll chat. I'm always interested in everybody's story about how they came to find the podcast, how they, how long they've been listening over the years. Makes me happy. Uh, Joe Pellerito says my wife's, uh, former student is headlining the show. Brendan Monroe. He's really good. Um, Sean says, well, Tony, the former pop evil guitarist was my teacher. So there, oh yeah, I remember Tony and then Kenny, as usual, writes pop evil sucks ass, LOL out of the blue. Then he calls them a modern day motley crew. Well, first of all, dumbass. If you hadn't noticed, Motley Crue has always been a fantastic band. You can tell because they've sold millions of albums. So that's just dumb. Joe says, don't be a stranger, Eric, but no stranger danger. Yeah, don't be a stranger, but don't be too much of a friend. Okay. Cole says, asshole of the day, Nick's wife. Now, why would anybody want to make Nick's wife the asshole of the day? I don't know anything about that. All I know is that it looks like she chews on glass. uh, And she was married to Nick. And then now she's nuzzling up to cutie patootie Rocky. And uh, Nick is now uh, known as lonely Nick. All right, who is the asshole of the day? I don't know if I have anybody. Oh, God, rehearsal dinner. Uh, Attendees dropping like flies. Lady at the bank asking me if I'm emotional. My brother Jim telling me I got to write a letter for my daughter. Thanks. Feel like an idiot. You you, You just have a tendency to make me feel dumb because of how you bring shit up with me. I always feel like you're talking to which, like you feel like you're talking to a little boy. You know what I mean? 
chain smoking dude at the at the marathon. Rick from TC Paintball joined us. All right, I don't even know who the hell is it going to be. I'll just just make it lonely, Nick. Be, just just because. No, I know who it can be. This is going to take me a while to write. But I'm going somewhere with it. Based on uh, the breakup of the boomer bunker brought on by the New Jersey chick who sucked John's dick. That's your asshole of the day. Brought to you by TC Paintball. Took a little time out from wrecking the sidewalk and all the treadmills to suck John's dick. And now that show is ruined. Oh, my God. Thank you, folks. I will talk to you on the Patreon. Join me for the Patreon. And uh, all right. Have a good one, folks. Till next time. Bye-bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.